welcome back to Write Dammit with me, Zoe Richards, your host. This is the podcast for writers of all kinds who maybe get stuck with your writing. This podcast will help you get unstuck and help re-motivate you so that you get the writing done. Episode 17, Flipping Feedback. So today is all about where to get feedback from how to make feedback work for you, and what to do when feedback is either benign or negative. Actually, I think there is a little bit as well about what to do when it's all extremely positive, but not necessarily saying anything. So yeah, we're going to flip feedback on its head today. Let's start off by thinking about where are we getting feedback from? Well, there's a number of different routes that you can get feedback from. Alpha readers, I'll come back to what they are in a minute. Beta readers, and I'll tell you more about them too. Agents, competitions, I've only actually entered one competition and it didn't give any feedback at all. And then the last one is submissions. So from commissioning editors. What do we then want from each of these different types of feedback? Well, obviously, I want commissioning editors to tell me, I love your book. We want to give you a book deal. That would be the best feedback I could get right now. And the same if you're at the same point of subbing or perhaps if you're querying agents, you want that positive feedback of they love the book and they want to see the full manuscript and then they want us to sign with them. That then is the panacea, isn't it? That's what we're all aiming for. Before then, though, we can use alpha readers and beta readers. And in some cases, we can use competitions. Not all competitions will give feedback. I think the Cheshire Prize is the one that is the best for that. But as well as that, and I will put something in the show notes about the Cheshire Prize. uh, But what we have got is competitions that we can enter that help us hone our skills. So that might be personal feedback that we give to ourselves as opposed to getting feedback from other people just because we're raising our game. There is another one as well, which is courses that we attend. Now, not every course gives feedback, but there are many that do. So it's worthwhile looking for courses where you can get some tutor feedback And also peer-to-peer feedback, because having other people read your work and tell you what they think of it is invaluable. What I want to focus on, though, is alpha readers and beta readers, because that's where most of us are going to be getting most of our feedback from. So what's an alpha reader? Well, an alpha reader is somebody who's reading your work really early on. You don't wait until you've finished writing the novel. You start sending them a thousand words, three thousand words, no more than that, at the very early stages. You might even send them the synopsis if you've written a synopsis. So I now have a synopsis for book two. I haven't finished writing book two. And I've sent that to my two alpha readers to get their sense of what do you think of this as a novel? Is it one that you'd be interested in reading? I also sent it to my agent and my agent came back saying, hmm, I like this and I really like that. And I love the ending, but I don't like the inciting incident. So we had a look together at what alternatives there were. I rewrote the synopsis, sent it back to my agent. She now loves what the inciting incident is. Now, the novel might not end up being exactly the same as the synopsis. Let's keep that in mind. But it's a good starting point for being able to get a sense from people as to whether it's a novel that they'd be interested in reading. 
With alpha readers, what you're doing by just sending a small amount to them, so as I say, 1,000 words, 3,000 words, maybe a chapter, what you're asking them is, for example, is the character, the main character or the character in this chapter, believable? Are they relatable? Is it somebody that intrigues you and you want to know more about? Do you like or dislike that character? Do you want to read on? And obviously the answer to that we're hoping is yes. But I have to tell you, I had an alpha reader once who said to me, no, quite honestly, I don't want to read on from what you've written here. That was huge. It upset me a bit, I'll be honest. But also it made me reflect and say, okay, so if you don't want to read on at this point, I'm missing something because actually every page should make the reader want to read on to the next page. So I did do a lot of reviewing on that. I also, with the novel that's out on submission with commissioning editors at the moment, I asked my alpha readers whether they liked or disliked my main character. Now, this, bear in mind, is at the very early days of writing this novel. And what I found was I had one alpha reader who said, I don't know whether I want to hug her or if I want to pick her up, push her up against a wall and slap her and say, come on, girl. So that told me I'd missed something because actually I wanted everyone to feel that they wanted to hug the character. So an alpha reader right early on working with you alongside you, who's happy to read the book in stages and give you answers to specific questions is one of those bits of feedback that means that you don't get lost down a rabbit hole. You don't find yourself pursuing a particular direction and end up regretting that that's what you spent hours, days, months, years in some cases, isn't it? Writing something that people then go, "Mm, the problem for me is the way that you've characterized this particular character. She doesn't work for me. None of us want to end up there. So alpha readers, they're your very early readers. Find yourself too, if you can. I also would suggest that you find yourself too who read in the genre that you're writing. So they're used to this kind of book. They're used to the type of beats that you find within a novel of this genre. So that's your alpha reader. Then we've got beta readers. Now with beta readers, you want to be using people who are going to give you usable feedback. Now there's a number of things that are going to help with this. The first one is choosing your beta readers carefully. You also need to do the same with your alpha readers, obviously. My alpha readers are two friends who I know I can trust to be honest with me. They're not going to give me platitudes. I've worked with both of them in the past, so we're used to giving each other feedback in a work context. So it means they're not frightened about giving me feedback. I'm not worried about receiving it because I know that it's meaningful and purposeful. So with your beta readers, you're also wanting to think down the route of who is going to give me feedback that is appropriate, that is going to help me. I've got to say, when I use my mum as I've used her as an alpha reader and a beta reader, my mum's lovely. She will give me some little hints of feedback, but really she just wants to tell me how proud she is of me, how impressed she is that I've written a novel, how much she loves this bit in the story. She just gets lost in the love of me and what I'm doing. And that's really lovely, but it's not helping with my novel. So my mum's not the best person to use. My main group of beta readers are actually people who write themselves. 
I also have one who is a writer, so and a published writer. So she is somebody who knows what the industry looks for. She's used to doing her own editing of her own novels, and she also supports other people with some editing too. So I've very carefully chosen my beta readers. I have to say, by the way, I choose beta readers so that I've got more than I expect to get responses from. Some of my friends tell me that they'd like to give me feedback as well. Some of them are brilliant. I have a neighbour, Julie, who is amazing at giving me feedback. She reads in the genre that I write in, so that's really good. And she will be honest and upfront with her feedback. But I have some friends who I'm not convinced have even read the book, let alone are ready to give me feedback on it. So you have to have more people than you think you need feedback from. So if you want to get feedback from six people, see if you can send it out to 10. I wanted to get feedback from 10 people, so I sent it out to 16 and I got 12 responses. I think that's pretty impressive. So use some friends, use some work colleagues, use other writers and send them your full manuscript. But this isn't your shitty first draft you're sending out to them. That's where your alpha readers are helping you. When you're sending out to beta readers, you need to have made sure you've gone through a few rounds of doing your edits, including doing some proofreading to deal with any typos or any grammar issues that you might have put in there. So just make sure that you are ready before you send out to beta readers. Now ask yourself, so who am I asking? And sometimes you might want to leave some people off your list. And why am I asking them? Is it because they read in this genre? Is it because they're somebody who you know will give you the honest feedback? Is it because they're somebody who you trust and who you know will be helpful to you? Keep on asking yourself that question. Who am I asking and why? Next, ask yourself the question, what do I expect from this feedback from these beta readers. And why do I expect that? For example, I have read that some people are saying that I expect from beta readers that I get feedback on everything within the novel. I don't expect that from my beta readers. I will send them a set of questions and that's all I want them to respond on. I don't expect them to give me detailed feedback on every page of my novel. If you're asking that of beta readers, you may be asking too much of them. Equally, if you haven't edited down from 120,000 words for a book whose genre only expects something like 85,000 words, then actually that's not fair on your beta readers either. So keep in mind, what do you expect and why? And are you asking them any questions? Because you do need to be asking questions. Okay, so What questions could you be asking? They could be any questions here, by the way. I'm just going to give you the ones that I used with my novel that's out on submission and just give you an illustration of the kinds of things that you can ask. So first of all, I asked a very general question. Did you enjoy the story? That's purposefully a closed question. I want to know, yes or no, did you enjoy the story? Interestingly, most of my beta readers carried on and told me what it was that they enjoyed about the story. Next, I asked, how would you sum it up in one to two sentences? Now, the point here is I was struggling to fully grasp what my theme or themes for the novel were. 
I couldn't quite put my finger on it. I knew that it was about community. I got that bit, but I felt it was much more than that. By asking people to sum the novel up in one to two sentences, it was like, ah, oh, yeah, do you know, you've all absolutely got it. Every one of those 12 beta readers came back with pretty much the same sentence. So that then gave me the themes of the novel and that made it much easier when I then came to write my letter for querying with agents. Then I asked another closed question. Was the story engaging enough to keep you reading? Again, that's just to make sure that I understand that, yes, things are progressing with the novel in a way that I would want. It's got enough pace. It's getting people to carry on reading the story. From there, I then asked the question, were you confused or bored at any point? And the reason I asked that is because of the follow-up question. If so, what was confusing or boring? I didn't have anybody who found anything confusing or boring, but I did have one person tell me that she wasn't 100% sure about one of the characters. Full disclosure on that one, I ignored that bit of feedback. When my agent came back to me, she said, I want to represent you, but we need to work on this particular character because there's things about her that I feel at the moment are a little bit unpleasant and a bit nasty. So it doesn't feel as though she needs to be like that. Let's work on that. I had to then hold my hand up going, yeah, actually, I got some feedback like that from one of my beta readers and I ignored it. So don't ignore things like that just in case, hey? And then the next one, I had a specific plot point or a plot style, I think would perhaps be a better way of describing it, that I wanted to know, did it work for the reader? I used journal entries. I had them interspersed throughout the novel. And I wanted to know, did the journal entries work as a plot style for the reader? Everyone loved that. So that was good, including my agent when she got to read the novel as well. And then the last bit I wanted to know was the ending satisfying. I did a little bit of equalising of the male and female characters because I didn't want it to be um, a female character being rescued by the male character and they ride off into the sunset on the white charge. You know how it is. So I made sure that I had feedback on whether the ending was satisfying for the reader. As I say, you can come up with any set of questions. I would limit yourself to five or six questions. Within that, ask two or three that are closed questions. So I had three that were absolutely closed questions and one that, although it was a closed question, people took as open because they gave me a lot of words in response to, did you enjoy the story? So then I only really had two questions that required a little bit of writing and a little bit of input from the person giving me the feedback. There's the questions to help us get that feedback. Now let's think about what style of feedback we can get. Let's start with the positives. If you get full-on positive feedback, that's amazing. Except it can't always be amazing if all you get is, yeah, I liked it. Thanks very much for letting me read it for you. Or words to that effect. If your feedback is positive, but without really going into anything about what was good about the novel, there's a chance the person doesn't want to hurt your feelings. So then you need to go back over your novel yourself and find out what is it that's going on here that you're not getting substance within that feedback of it being positive. I have to say with the positive feedback that I got from the 12 beta readers that gave me positive feedback, 
It was gushing with examples of what they loved about it, what worked for them. There was a character that everybody picked up on and said that they absolutely loved that character. The location, people kept saying to me, I just want to go on a break to Pinewoods Retreat. There were things that people pulled out and told me was positive. With my previous novel that I finished but isn't going to go anywhere until I've done a lot more work on it, I did get positive feedback from the beta readers. It didn't really have anything that was worthwhile in terms of feedback that I could use. So positive feedback, that's great, unless it's not got substance to it. Also ask yourself, who's giving that positive feedback? Is it your mum? Because I can tell you now, if it's your mum, it's just that she loves you and she's proud of you. Is it your best mate who doesn't want to hurt your feelings? Is it somebody that you work with who you perhaps are the manager over them and they don't want to create any problems for themselves when it comes to their appraisal? Ask yourself, who's giving that positive feedback? Even when it's positive feedback with substance, it's still worth asking yourself, who's giving me that feedback? so that you can be sure that you can rely on it being usable feedback. Okay, what about if it's negative feedback? Well, that's where we've then got to do a little bit of stepping back and saying, okay, I need to take some time away from this. So I had one person who gave me positive feedback to all the questions and then said, actually though, I want to tell you what didn't work for me. Now, the important thing here I missed at first when I first read that person's feedback, it was it didn't work for her. That doesn't mean it's negative. So I was able to reflect afterwards and go, well, actually, what she's saying here, that's telling me something I could do something with. But what she's telling me here, that's just personal preference. So if you get that kind of conflicting feedback and you can get conflicting feedback in one person's feedback just as much as you can get one person telling you it's positive they love it they love this bit about it and another person saying hmm wasn't really a hundred percent sure that conflicting feedback tells you that it's either personal taste or that something perhaps isn't a hundred percent landing and it might be worth your while going back to it so remember before I said there was a character that one of my positive feedbacks actually said that there was something about that character and then my agent read it and said "Hmm, she's coming across a bit nasty that was something I missed in reading through the feedback it conflicted with the positive feedback I should have gone back I could have gone back and reviewed that character and worked through what might not be working for her. She's adorable now, by the way. So when, I do hope it's a when, when you get the chance to read this novel, I know that that's one of my characters you will really love. We're going to step away from this negative feedback. Go and do something different. Cry if you need to. Scream if you need to. Eat chocolate. Eat ice cream. Eat both. And breathe. Go for a walk, maybe. But the bottom line here is give yourself some space. It might also then help to talk it through with someone. So I was able, when I was going through my beta read stage, I was still working with Stephanie Butland, my coach, on that particular novel. And what we did was we put in some sessions specifically for me to talk through the beta reader feedback. So when I got the one where she told me she loved the novel, but there was something negative then that I needed to work through... That was really helpful to talk it through with Stephanie. So if you can, find somebody that you can talk it through with. Now, this isn't somebody 
who you can have that kind of, oh, woe is you, poor thing. Oh, I know it's not fair, is it? This is somebody who helps you unpick what that feedback is actually telling you. Now, it may even be, and I've done this for people when I've given feedback to them, maybe the person who's been the beta reader for you will talk through their feedback with you. And I know that there are people who will do that. As I say, I've done it and others have done it too. And that way then, rather than simply reading off a piece of paper what somebody thinks of you or reading an email or reading a text or a WhatsApp message, what you're getting instead is some real colour around the feedback that you can then get to understand better and that can only help you become a better writer. The next thing you need to do is flip it, flip the flipping feedback and ask yourself, what is this feedback telling me? What can I do or what do I need to do with the feedback? And so what is the other question that I ask myself? Now, so what in my job, my day job is something we are asking all the time because we work on projects and improvement projects. We will ask ourselves, so we've got that project plan. We intend to do this. This is the outcome. So what? What difference is that going to make? So we can do the same with our feedback. So what? If I take that feedback on board, so what? And that will help you to understand what you're going to be able to do with that feedback. There you go. That is feedback and how you can use it. Let's remember personal taste comes into this for people. And that is also true for if you enter a competition that has feedback or if you're on a course where there's feedback as part of it. Personal feedback comes into people reading your work just as it would do when it comes to getting reviews off people. And it's also about what people relate to. Some people relate to certain kinds of characters. Other people cannot abide those kind of characters. So you will have people being in a position where they're giving you conflicting feedback just because that's the reality of life. Okay, so I want you to start thinking about being brave and getting feedback. If you've never used alpha readers, start now. Find a couple of people that you know that you can trust and get yourself a couple of alpha readers. Tell them you're just sending them 1,000 words, a chapter, 3,000 words, and give them a couple of questions and get that feedback from them. Be brave. Believe me, it's worth it. And then if you're at the stage where you've edited and edited and edited your novel, then it might be time to start looking for beta readers. Oh, do you know what? There's one other thing I forgot to mention earlier on. Beta readers need to be told their place. And that's because some beta readers think they're there to literally get the red pen and go through telling you where you've made typos, you've got spelling mistakes, you've got the grammar wrong. Tell them that's not what you're asking them to do. You will still have some who will do it, but you must tell them right up front, I'm not asking you to proofread this. I'm asking you to read this as a reader. Stick it onto your Kindle. Just read it as if it's a book that you've bought for 99p and come back and tell me the answer to the questions I've given you. As I say, they'll still come back with typos. If they do, and if that starts to confuse you, just ignore that feedback because it won't help. And any feedback that you get that confuses you, the most critical thing is find somebody you can talk it through with. 
All right, I'm going to end up repeating myself here, aren't I? But you can see that I'm passionate about feedback and how we use feedback because the bottom line is feedback is such an incredible form of learning. It's often free, so it's one of our cheapest forms of learning. And yet so many people avoid it. Get yourself alpha readers, beta readers, and get your writing out there so that you can get that feedback and know that you're doing things well. Go and find yourself those alpha and beta readers. Go and enter the competition. And if you're querying, I've got my fingers and toes crossed for you. I'll leave you to your writing. May the words flow for you. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.